Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps keep your furry family as healthy as possible so they can live the full and happy life they deserve. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Call the Vet Show. If you've not met before, then my name's Dr. Alex Avery. I'm the founder of OurPetsHealth.com and I'm also a practicing veterinarian down in the middle of the Southern Ocean in New Zealand, although originally from the UK, as you can probably tell by my accent. And today I've got a fantastic question to answer about a procedure that's becoming more and more readily available. So if you have a female dog, chances are you either have already had them spayed or you're considering getting them spayed. And a keyhole surgery, a laparoscopic bitch spay, is something that is becoming more available. It's amazing when I think back over the years that I've been a practicing vet, the number of different technologies, techniques, uh, and other resources and equipment that have become more and more common and more readily available. We're able to offer so much more to our pets than we ever used to. Now, in a way, that's a double-edged sword because that does contribute to the fact that veterinary costs are rising. It doesn't actually, though, remove the fact that we can still do those older-fashioned, if you like, those more traditional surgeries, those more traditional techniques. But we all want the best for our dog. So which one's right for you? And today I'm talking about whether your dog is actually too old for laparoscopic surgery or whether it's something that you should really strongly be considering. Hi, my name is Luann Kinder and I have a Connie Corso Italian Mastiff named Zeta. I would like to have her laparoscopically spay. Her vet feels that any dog over two years old should have traditional done. I was looking for the least evasive and fastest healing time. Should I look into maybe another vet? So that's a great question, Luanne. And I think as our laparoscopic and keyhole spays in dogs are becoming more common, we maybe forget or we don't consider the fact that it's not going to be an appropriate surgery for every single dog. And yes, age definitely does come into this decision. But let's start off with thinking about what the benefits of a keyhole or a laparoscopic spay in dogs actually are. So the first big benefit and the benefit that most people choose this procedure for is a reduction in pain. So unsurprisingly, the incisions are smaller and so they hurt less. And as a result, our dogs recover much faster from this surgery than they do with a traditional spay. Now, the caveat I'll say here is while there's definitely a reduction in pain with an experienced surgeon, with a good surgeon, actually a traditional bitch spay is normally carried out through a pretty small incision. Those tissues are handled more gently as well than maybe with an inexperienced surgeon or one who's a little bit rougher. And so while that is a bit more painful for our dogs, actually the significance and the difference in those pain levels may not be as much as you might imagine. Now, these smaller wounds or incisions with a keyhole spay means that actually recovery is much quicker as well. So for our traditional spay, we would normally say to rest a dog for 10 to 14 days after they have that surgery carried out. With the laparoscopic bitch spay, it's still important that we do rest our dogs post-surgery, even though they're probably feeling pretty good the day or at least the following day 
after that surgery um, we don't need to rest them for quite nearly so long so normally that might be about five to seven days so you can see there that that recovery is going to be much faster and one of the big reasons for this is that we don't want any complications to occur so that's the other big benefit with a keyhole spay in dogs is that the complication rate is less so we get less chance of wound infections less chance of wound breakdown or our stitches coming apart which is where that rest period is vital but also during the surgery as well there is a slightly reduced risk in serious complications now i don't think we need to panic too much about doing a traditional bitch spay because they are very safe as well and the incidence of major complications so really that's bleeding and excessive bleeding which ultimately can be fatal the incidence of that is incredibly low so it's not something that we need to panic about overly but if a keyhole spay is something that you're interested in it's something that's offered by your vet or in your area and it's something that you're able to afford because this procedure does require an awful lot more expensive equipment to be purchased and the expertise to carry out that procedure as well so unfortunately the cost can be significantly more but if that's something that's all available to you and you're willing to pay for then that slight reduction rate in complication is clearly important as well. But as I said, a laparoscopic spay is not going to be appropriate for every dog. The reasons for this are twofold. One for our really small breed dogs, actually the incision size doesn't change. And so it becomes the case that those incisions are actually just as big, if not bigger. And there's just also not enough room for all of the equipment, all of the scopes and the instruments to pass through those holes. There's not enough room in a small, a really small breed dog's abdomen for that all to fit on. So a traditional spay is going to be more comfortable. It's going to be quicker, easier, and really becomes the only option. The other thing we need to consider is that for a keyhole spay, we are only removing the ovaries. So we're not removing the whole uterus as well. Now, an ovariectomy is an effective way to spay a dog. It has all of the benefits of a traditional spay, an ovariohysterectomy, apart from there's the, the slight risk of things like uterine tumours, but they are incredibly rare. The reason that we need to consider this, though, is that an older dog, because they've had more cycles, they've had a more active uterus, there is a chance they already have slight issues going on within that uterus. Now, that could be something like a little bit of fluid. It could be thickening. But if there's any kind of pathology, any kind of abnormality within that uterus, it's going to be much better if the ovaries and the uterus are removed completely. So a complete ovariohysterectomy. The only way that that can be done is through a standard traditional surgery, a traditional spay procedure. And so that is often going to be the reason why older dogs are considered to be better candidates for a traditional spay rather than having a keyhole surgery performed. Now, there is a way around this or a compromise to this limitation. And that is if you have an older dog and you're still keen to have a laparoscopic spay procedure carried out is that that is the initial plan. The surgeon goes in laparoscopically, but after examining the uterus, if they have any concerns that there is pathology and the whole uterus needs to be removed, then they can transition to a traditional spay. And then the other limit with keyhole surgery is that most surgeons actually prefer in really overweight animals to perform a traditional spay as well. So that's something to consider if your dog is really overweight. Clearly with either surgery, a pre-operation weight loss strategy and then maintaining that after they have their surgery is going to be very important as well.
Now, if you want to find out more information about laparoscopic spay procedures, then head over to the show notes and I've got a number of different links there that will help answer some of those other questions that you might have. Now, I'd also like to hear your experiences with your dog being spayed, whether that's been through a laparoscopic keyhole surgery or whether that's a more traditional uh, spay procedure. I'd love to hear, you know, how your dog found it, how you found the process, whether you think the costs involved were worth it, the additional cost if you had that laparoscopic bitch spay, or maybe even if you had a traditional bitch spay, if you wish that you'd made a different decision. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on this. The best place is to find me over on Instagram where I'm at Our Pets Health, and I'd love to, you know, read any comments or receive any dms that you may have also i'd appreciate it so much if you could share this podcast with your friends and family and on social media it helps more than you can imagine with other people finding this podcast recognizing that it's something that's worth their time listening to and ultimately that allows me to help more people more dedicated pet parents and more pets so that's it from me for this week's episode until next time i'm dr alex this is the call the vet show Take care. Thanks for listening to Call the Vet. For full show notes and any links mentioned in today's show, head over to callthevet.org, where you can also submit your question to be featured on an upcoming episode. We'll see you next time.